It's a minute to get with it. It's a minute to get with it. Street freaks and cool geeks. The home of the hype. The realm of the real. This is the domain of the pain, the pad of the rad. The nest of the best. The room of the doom. The nest of the best. The room of the doom. The nest of the best. The room of the doom. The Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, peanut butter tiger, 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 pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty. Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I am your host, Bridge City Dan, Swaskatoon Dan, Dan from the Flatland, Double Barrel Dan, Buckshot Dan, Prairie Land Dan, Fist Fight Dan, Spinning Back Fist Dan, Danimal, Dandelion, Danaconda. Dan of the people, Dan and a half, all sorts of fucking names we got out there, man. What the fuck is good? Oh, yes. <coughs> We're here, motherfuckers. You know, I think I'm going to drop these episodes a little bit more frequently, you know? Um, we were doing two a week there for a little bit, but I don't know, man. I just don't think that's enough podcasting. You know, I was talking on my, uh, last episode about how I like being a podcaster with no reason to podcast. That just makes me laugh. That's just, it's just funny to me. But that being said, like not going to the broadcasting school or whatever, not learning about this shit, like you lose your edge a little bit. You know, I feel like I just got to fucking get back at, you know, posting a little bit more for you motherfuckers. Um, you know, come up with some new ideas and shit. You know, I was thinking like, fuck, I was watching uh, old school Jeff Ross videos where he just goes around and roasts people. Like, fuck, man. I got to start roasting people on the show. I want to start like a podcast beef. If you guys hear of, like, another podcast and you think it would be a good matchup for a beef, let me know, man. Because, like, God, I just love the fucking, I love the roasting, dude. Like, Jeff Ross has the fucking easiest job. I don't know how he got that. Like, I would, I think, me and my buddy, me and my buddy Kroosh were talking about uh, stand-up comedy last year. I would love to fucking go to stand-up and try out, tell some jokes and shit. And I wrote some jokes and they were funny. You know, I I told one of my jokes was going to be the yoga story where I lock my legs into a cow legs and, you know, hurt myself getting out, which was funny. But then I started thinking, like, it would be funny to just start making fun of people in the crowd, just roasting people. 
you know, pick like three or four people on the way in there and be like, you motherfuckers are going to get it and just snap roast them. (laughs) That'd be so funny. And then just fucking go through the entire audience, just fucking roasting people, man. Oh, that'd be a good job. I wonder if I'd ever get paid for that. You know, maybe I'll have to look into that. (laughs) Ah, so funny. Such an asshole. What are you going to do, man? Such as things. Um, That was a fucking old school beat, man. Did you guys hear that? I cooked that up. You know, I'm sitting around um, in between, like taking care of the kids. And then, you know, sometimes I get time by myself. So I sit around, I make beats. I cook up beets in my spare time, like a Russian grandmother. I'm cooking beets. So um, I'm sitting around and it just came to me. That beat just came to me and I was like, fuck, man. Listen to it a couple of times. And, you know, it's funny, like, it's funny music has, like, the funniest way of, uh, like, bringing back memories and shit, you know? Like, even styles of music and shit, I find, like, I'll sit around and think, like, you know, I was really, I went through like a death metal phase where I was really into like brutal ass music, like Anal Cunt and Goat Whore and Dying Fetus. Like those are just sick bands. Here comes the Kraken, and just brutality, dude. Wonderful. So anytime I hear that shit, I think about like, you know, my early 20s and I shudder. <laughs> uh, before that, I was really into hip hop, you know, like coming up through high school and shit. It was like, I think when I was... I think I must have been in grade eight. Um, I heard an Atmosphere album. That was the first underground hip hop I got into. was like an Atmosphere album called God Loves Ugly. Oh my God, it was amazing, dude. And then, you know, started listening to like Classified and fucking Immortal Technique and Jedi Mind Tricks and Benefit. You know, I was about it, man. Music is always like... It's crazy I don't listen to music anymore. I just listen to podcasts because, like, music has always been, like, such a massive part of my life. And I fucking, you know, I love just the the steez of it, dude. I love, like, just the different styles of it and getting into it, like, the culture of it, the whole thing. I just fucking love, man. So when I cooked up that beat, I started just fucking, you know, I've been sitting back. I've been smoking some weed, you know, got paid. So now we're not smoking blades anymore. We got the one hitters. Hey, hey. It's a beautiful thing. But um, yeah, I was cooking that beat and it just reminded me of high school, dude. Do you fucking remember high school? (coughs) You know, it's crazy. Lots of my friends have, like, high school-age kids, and um, my daughter's going to be going to high school next year. It's crazy. (coughs) I just started thinking, like, how much times have fucking changed, dude. So much. You know, me and my uh, girl, we're sitting back, we vape. Both of us vape. So uh, we're sitting back, and we're vaping, and I was like... You know, like, if you would have gone back, like, fucking, you know, not 20 years, but we'll say 15 years ago, you would never picture vaping. Like, you wouldn't even fucking understand what that is. It would look like fucking Star Trek, man. Like, the future is fucking upon us. Do you remember smoking cigarettes? It was nuts, man. And in high school, like, the high school I went to, um, all of them, they all had smoke pits. 
where you could go and just smoke cigarettes in between your fucking breaks, dude. How weird is that, man? So funny to think about. Like, <coughs> there's no questions asked about where you got the cigarettes from or whatever. You could go get like a pack of De Maurier, a 20 pack of De Maurier was like seven bucks, dude. Down the street, there was like an Asian market and they never ID'd anything. They didn't fucking ID you at all. Just fucking slap the money down, but boom, get those smokes, man. Fucking spark them up between class. So funny. Me and my buddies, there's like three of us. Shouts out to Kyle and Jay. <coughs> when I first started getting stoned, we would uh, all meet up. And I lived like, I lived probably about a half an hour walk from school. Um, and my parents always gave me bus money, but I would just pocket the bus money and go to school and pitch in. I would pitch in with my bros there. We'd all pitch in our bus money and then we'd walk to this dealer's house, go get a five chunk, go get $5 worth of weed. It was so dope, man. Get stoned. Fuck, that was awesome, man. Fuck, that was good times. You know, skipping class, we'd go to Thomas the Cook, this little restaurant there, and they would let, like, there was a smoking lounge. You could go in there, smoke in the smoking lounge, uh, drink coffee. You, all you had to do was order coffee. And you could just get unlimited refills, sit around smoking cigarettes, and a fucking Thomas the Cook. God, that was good, man. Fuck. Could you even imagine that these days? <clears throat> like, smoke lounges and shit? Oh, you would never see that, man. You would never see that. <coughs> it just makes me wonder. You know, like I've been thinking about, um, like obviously all this shit is going on in the world, you know, like there was, there was Halloween and, um, like we got trick or treaters and shit and we did a little bit of trick or treating, you know, which was good. Like, it's nice to see like a little bit of normality, you know, we're careful, like sanitize shit or whatever, but you know, like the people that knocked on the door for sure, here's some candy, man. It's fucking Halloween, you know? And it just got me thinking about like how much has changed. You know, how I got to be worried about, oh, trick-or-treaters and this and that. You know, or saying that I had trick-or-treaters or we went trick-or-treating. Like, are we going to get some backlash over it? It's nuts, man. Um, And then, like, the football games, like sports and shit like that with no crowds. You know, that's weird to watch. The UFC with no crowds. You know, no big gatherings and shit. Everybody's all social distanced, you know what I mean? Which is fine, I suppose. But, like, fuck. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm just being, like, a curmudgeon and I don't want the things to change and things always change. Or if it's just changing too much. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can like fucking feel myself almost regressing a little bit though. Like not regressing. But like you know I'm really into skating. I went and bought a fucking Thrasher mag. When was the last time you bought a magazine dude? So sick. My roommate in Vancouver had a subscription to Thrasher, and it was fucking dope, man. Fucking people, all the all the uh, all the editions. Uh, I almost said episodes there. <laughs> uh, it's dope, man. They had a fucking uh, the December edition of Thrasher has this um, has this write up has a feature of uh, Burnside, this skate park in Portland, and. Burnside is fucking looks amazing, dude. It's this park that they built under a bridge, like skateboarders built. They went, poured their own concrete. It started off as like a concrete bank that people would skate and shit like that. And then they just started morphing it into a giant skate park. And it's been featured. There's like a documentary about it. It's been featured on the cover of Thrasher before and shit. It's just awesome, dude. I love that shit. 
like in Vancouver, there was a park called Leeside, um, right by Hastings there. Oh, dude, that park was sick too. I think it's the same deal. Like, you know, it's pretty sketchy. You go down there, you skate, you don't see people on bikes there. You don't see scooters there or nothing. It's just a skate park for skaters, man. I don't get down on those parks though. Like they're like big drop-ins and shit and all this crazy shit. I'm old, man. I'm too old for that shit. But I love the culture, man. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Vancouver had a bit of that. Like you could go to China Creek, this park that was built way back in the day and just sit around and there's all like the skate punks down there and the fucking, oh, it's so rad to just sit around and, oh, skate families, just hearing all about that shit, man. That's, that's the shit that I like. Like, like the camaraderie of a skate park with your boys when you're just getting fucked up on a Friday or a fucking Monday or whatever, just trying to land some tricks, telling some jokes, man. Oh, I like that shit, man. Fuck. And then I'm in Sask now, and there's no like, there's no old ass parks. You know what I mean? There's a couple of spots, but there's nothing like that, dude. I gotta like, I decided I'm gonna just start my own scene down here. Like, I'm going to figure out a way, maybe, like, some kind of suburban thing. Find some other old dudes and just fucking try tearing it up, man. Because, God, something's got to happen. You know what I mean? Living in the suburbs is, isn't driving me nuts. It's great. Like, it's great to hang around with all these people. But, fuck. Sometimes I just want to see freaks again. You know what I mean? Just, like, wild-ass people. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? I was thinking, like, there's no more indoor park. In Saskatoon. When I was coming up, there used to be one uh, called Lions and one called Archibald. And you could go there. It was like 10 bucks or whatever. Fucking have to rent a helmet and go in there and just skate it up, man. Fuck, that was good, dude. I don't see why they don't have an indoor skate park here. Like, I got to figure something out for that. Like, oh, I was thinking, I was wondering, like, if I just, like, rent a fucking warehouse and then just sleep in a corner of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shower at the gym and shit and just fucking open up a peanut butter tiger skate park. Fuck, that'd be rad, man. Anyway, these are the fucking things a guy thinks about when he's cooking up beats, you know? Um, I don't know, like, I, I'm doing this on just a fucking evening. I don't know if I'm even going to pop this into an episode, but this is a nice little fucking accoutrement. You know what I mean? I was just sitting around nostalgically listening to beats and shit like that. And, uh, you know, let's hear it one more time. I'm going to fucking bring that beat in one more time, dude. I just like close your eyes and picture like fucking like 2003. You know what I mean? Oh. That reminds me of some farm fresh shit, some side road shit. Ah. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. So yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna use this or not. This is just a little blah. A little accoutrement to an episode, you know what I mean? Hopefully everybody's doing good out there. We're gonna fucking, you know, move on to some other saggies and see what's up. See what's up and what's going down with this episode, you know? I've never played two beats back to back to fucking bookend my intro, but... I'm feeling silly today, feeling nostalgic today, you know, this is what fucking happens, it's the peanut butter tiger, cut that shit, <laughs> uh, it's fine man, I'll give you guys a little uh, fucking look into the background of the peanut butter tiger, the, the behind the scenes, um, sometimes like I sit around when I got a moment to myself and I fucking record things, 
you know? And I give them a listen through. And I shouldn't fucking second guess myself because they don't, man. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to fucking post this one. But boom, we're doing it, man. There was nothing wrong with that first bit. I didn't need to fucking say anything weird in it. And I didn't need to fucking bring it up now. But I did. And there you go. That's behind the scenes. You know, you can exude confidence and you can be dope, um, but you can still fucking second guess yourself and get stoned in the middle of doing a podcast and be like, is it okay? (laughs) Uh, It's funny having a podcast too. Like, it's funny, like sitting around and uh, just talking shit, man. You know, like we don't like there's so much crazy things going on in the world. And uh, I'm a very opinionated person. You know, like, if you know me in, like, fucking real life, especially lately, like, just being confronted with people, and even fucking throughout, like, I'm very opinionated. I have fucking opinions about lots of things, but I don't, like, I don't want to make this a podcast, like, about all these issues going on, you know, with, like, the fucking everywhere in the world and how wild it is and all these things, you know, that's why we try our best not to talk about, like, politics or fucking talk about, uh covid or talk about fucking you know how reptilians are taking over the high level positions in government and there's some kind of evil master plan like alex jones talks about (laughs) Uh, i love that shit i like to just fucking sit around and talk about wildness you know made a beat there made me feel nostalgic nostalgia is a motherfucker too like once you go start like you know, remembering things about high school and shit like that, just more and more comes back to you. It's so funny, man. Like, we used to do, like, little scams. Me and my crew, we would run, like, these little things. Like, started with, like, shoplifting, you know? Like, to fucking hang around, you'd have to go, like, shoplift a bag of chips or something like that, and we'd just do, like, snatch and runs. And then we used to fucking... I talk about this on another episode. We used to, like... I stole, like five seasons of the sopranos for my fucking dealer there he gave me a quarter a season done man we fucking would just slip them in pairs of pants and then take them to the change room open them up take off the security code and if you couldn't do that you could just walk out the door just put down your pants walk out the door fucking run out there but boom it ain't a crime if you don't got caught you know if you don't get caught show them how your sneakers work and then my one buddy started getting like sophisticated with it he would like take a fucking item like a wallet or something under like $12 off the shelf in Walmart. And he figured out that they'll give you cash back for no receipt. If it's under like a certain amount, like $15. So we'd go and just fucking take a wallet off the rack, take it back to the fucking customer service, return it, no receipt. You'd have to give them your health card and shit, a little piece of ID. You know what I mean? But boom, there you go. Go buy yourself a pack of smokes. (laughs) That shit was bad though. That turned out bad. My buddy got fucking caught with it and charged with, like, fucking uh, fraud and some kind of fucking larceny, you know, under, like, under a certain amount or whatever the fuck. But then I I look back and he could have just been uh, being a pussy about it. Like, that's what he told me. Like, we didn't see him, like, get busted with it or nothing, but he could have just lost his fucking appetite for it. (laughs) Little fuckers, eh? What are you going to do? I hope, like, you know, thinking about how how I was when I was, uh, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, uh, it almost turns my fucking hair gray to think I got kids going into that fucking age, man. God. Good kids, though. I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? Like, I think you got to just, I don't know. I don't don't know what to say about raising kids. You know, I just started. (laughs) 
It is trippy, man. It's lots of work, dude. But it's totally worth it. You get the good family times in, like the Halloweens and the fucking costumes and the telling jokes and the fucking good, clean fun. Maybe we'll start doing kid episodes of the Peanut Butter Tiger. It would be nice, like, eventually to sound so professional and not swear so much and talk about wild things. Like, if I run out of wild things to talk about, I can just start doing, like, clean humor. And you can listen to this uh, with your kids around. You know, maybe in like another fucking 10 years or something like that. I'll just be so serious. And then you'll like, you could like look back on these old episodes of the peanut butter tiger and it'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Like, honestly, like in all seriousness, I hope I don't get stale. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Sometimes you meet people like you'll like, I know 30 year olds that are just stale. Sometimes you meet like 25 year olds and they're stale. Like there's just no fun. You know what I mean? And then you meet like 60 year olds that are just rad as all fuck. 70 year olds that are hilarious. You know, I was talking to this 90 year old. He was uh, my ex-wife's grandfather. So he was like fucking 90 years old. And uh, he would tell me the funniest fucking stories. He told me about this guy who rented one of his homes in this small town. Probably about 20 kilometers from Saskatoon. And uh, this guy comes and he's wearing a suit. So, you know, the old fellow was telling me, oh, I trusted him. It looked like he had a good job and stuff. But then he started seeing him ride his bike to Saskatoon every morning in his suit. Like 20 kilometers. He'd fucking ride his bike. That's like probably like 12 miles. Um, <laughs> so he had his doubts. And the guy ended up fucking around with him on his rent. And he's like, I knew it. I knew there was a problem right when I saw him fucking riding that bike. <laughs> It's funny, man. You know, that's the thing. Hopefully a guy still fucking stays with it. Uh, brain exercises and shit. You know what I mean? That's important. Which brings me... Usually we do wonderances now. But let's do some fucking... Let's bring in this segment. Oh, we missed it on the last episode. But we got it on this one, dude. This is the fucking word of the day. Exercise your brain a little bit, you know what I mean? We're gonna fucking learn a word. Cause that's what's fun. That's what I feel like doing. Oh, yes. Plus that beat is just tight. Holy. Alright. Let's hit up the fucking word of the day. Today's word is vicissitudes. Vicissitude. Fucking vicissitude, man. Vicissitude. God, that's good. That's a noun. That's successive, alternating, or changing phases or conditions as of life or fortune. Ups and downs. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Vicissitude. Vicissitude. You could say we've hit some fucking vicissitudes in this podcast. You remember when I was fucking homeless there for a bit? It's crazy. <laughs> um... How was vicissitudes used? And this is from um, Nathaniel Hawthorne, The Marble Fawn, 1860. The marble faces which stand innumerable along the walls and have kept themselves so calm through the vicissitudes of 20 centuries had no sympathy for his disappointment. Vicissitudes. Vicissitudes. I'm actually going to use that one, vicissitudes. Vicissitude. Fuck, that sounds good, man. We've been through some fucking vicissitudes. Vicissitude. Vicissitude. Listen to that fucking word. It's funny. English is dope sometimes. 
Let's bring in that fucking beat. Let's close this one out. That was a shorty, but a goody. You know what I mean? Oh. God, that was it. That was it. That's all we're going to play. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Having beat problems still. That was word of the day, though. There it was. Vicissitudes. This podcast itself has some vicissitudes. You know? Words of the day, though. There you go. You'll never guess what I saw yesterday morning on my way to work. I was uh, grabbing a coffee at McDonald's. Because McDonald's coffee, let's all agree, McDonald's coffee is like a million times better than Tim Hortons. Fuck Tim Hortons. (coughs) Anyway, remember on like a couple episodes ago, I was ripping into dudes with ponytails? Well, I fucking pull up to the drive-thru window, and I see the dude with the ponytail, and I'm like, oh shit, that's where this guy works. He had a fucking long, blonde ponytail, and a choker. Dude. Like, you know those ones the goth chicks used to wear? Like, those real, like, they're like plastic, and they're like a bunch of loops? You know? He was wearing one of those. I couldn't believe it. I was horrified. And I felt like laughing. And I just couldn't believe that this guy would be fucking wearing it. He was probably like... Homeboy was probably like 16 years old, 17 years old. You know what I mean? And I always feel bad. Like, my first job uh, was KFC. I was a cashier when I was like 15. Um, and I always felt embarrassed. Like, I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, just dropping out of school and being a fucking cashier. But that's fine. You know, whatever. Kept on rocking and here we are. But this, so, usually when I see cashiers and shit, I have a little soft spot for him. Feel bad for him, especially a young man. Um, but this dude, rocking a fucking ponytail and a choker. Oh my God, man. I couldn't fucking believe it. You know, I, 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 I was flabbergasted. I was fucking, I just could not believe it at all. Dude. It was hilarious. I love that shit. Fucking makes me laugh. And that's... Like, I don't have anybody anymore to fucking uh, talk to about this. You know, I used to drive in with, like, a bunch of dudes. We'd go to all work together. There'd be, like, three or four of us stuffed into a van all telling jokes. And if we saw that dude, oh, my God, it would be ripping. But, um, you know, I don't get down like that anymore. I'm just by myself. So that's why I still rock a podcast. I have to tell somebody. I have to tell somebody that I saw a dude with a ponytail and a choker. And I don't even think he was gay. I think he was trying to rock like an artsy look or something like that. I don't know. It's it's hard to fucking tell. It is hard to tell people, but goddamn, is that ever hilarious. Chokers on dudes. You know what I'm saying? My word. Anyway, I just had to tell somebody. So let's fucking kick this over to some wanderances, dude. You know, I got some wonder in the world. Got some wonder in my fucking head. So we fucking kick these wonderances. I know there's Google. I know you can Google shit. But sometimes it's nice to wonder. You know? So my first wonder... Um, I was thinking about comedy and shit. You know? 
uh, we're talking, talk on this podcast about comedy. I like comedy. You know, it's hard. Like, I'm very picky with the stand-up comedy I watch. Like, I mean, it's got to be funny. You know, I hate those ones that, like, lots of comedians, they talk like it's a joke, but it's not fucking funny at all. I sit there pan face. You know what I mean? Like, I love Joe Rogan. Love his, love his fucking podcast. It's amazing. The message, amazing. His comedy? Eh. I could leave it. You know what I mean? If he came to the, if he came to Saskatoon, I would go buy tickets to support, but not the biggest fan of the comedy. Um, Dave Chappelle's good. Cat Williams is fucking funny. Bill Burr has me in stitches. You know, there are some good ones, but guys like fucking Brandon Schaub, fucking Rogan, lots. There's lots out there that suck. But, uh, anyway, I was thinking about comedy and I was wondering, like, I wonder who the first comedian was. Like, was it, like, Lenny Bruce and them, or was there somebody before them? You know what I mean? And then I wonder, like, what life was like before comedians were kicking around. And what a weird thing to do, like, decide to, like, get up on stage and just make people laugh, telling jokes and shit. You know what I mean? That's pretty sick. That's pretty good. So that's the first wonder. Um, You know, second wonder, I'm hearing lots about Elon Musk talking about Mars. You know, they're trying to make that fucking send a bunch of spaceships over there, try to start a civilization, which I would not be a part of. The entirety of the human population could move to Mars and I would still be here. Kicking it, dude. You know I don't travel. But I wonder what, like, I wonder what, like, he's, like, what the city would look like on Mars. Like, would it just be in a dome? Would it be, like, total recall with a bunch of mutants running around? You know what I mean? I don't know. I wonder about that shit. Um, my next wonder, sometimes I get stoned and like I watch things, you know, like I saw that Walmart was working on these robots for inventory, but they just scrapped them because they didn't work out. Um, and then Amazon with the droids, the drones flying shit around Tesla with their fucking smart cars, you know, giving her just fucking autonomous driving. Um, I wonder what, and that's just the robots we know that they're working on. Like, I wonder... Like, I wish I could fucking see, like, the craziest robots that they're working on right now. I wonder if they're working on any, like, Terminators or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know they are. Somewhere somebody has to be working on, like, Terminator-style robots, and I want to fucking see them. Um, Moving back to the prairies, uh, it's different, you know. There's lots of fucking geese, man. The migrations of the birds and shit chilling and you see these big v's of fucking geese flying back south and it makes me wonder like why did geese even migrate like why does anything even really fucking migrate like geese especially because they can fly like why would they why would they decide to come back here why wouldn't they fly down to like florida chill out around the equator all year long you know what i mean like why do they decide to fucking make the journey all the way up here i don't know it doesn't make sense to me i don't know what's going on um, and then my last wonderance is a kind of a Halloween one. You know, it's the week after Halloween. We got a bunch of fucking, got a bunch of leftover treats given her. And, uh, I was looking at Reese cups, like Reese peanut butter cups. How do they even get the fucking peanut butter inside of them? You know what I mean? Like if they just like pour chocolate in it and then drop the peanut butter in, wouldn't the peanut butter sink to the bottom? I don't know. I don't understand fucking, you know, my very first, the thing that inspired the wonderance 
I was wondering how they don't have flat spots on like chocolate covered peanuts. Why one side isn't flat? Um, figured it out. Somebody told me after twenty years of wondering, and then now I'm wondering how does the fucking peanut butter chill in there? Do they like dry like pour chocolate in first, let it dry, fill it with peanut butter, and then put a cap on it? I don't know. These are the things I wonder, dude, and that's exactly why I have this segment called Wonderance. Oh, the beat came in perfect that time. Wow. Good for me. That's dope. Wonderance, dude. There it was. All right. You know what time it is, man. This is Twitter Trends. What is going on in the world today? Well, we're going to find out in a very peanut buttery kind of way exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today. Oh, do you know why, dude? Do you know why? This is Twitter Trends, oh, this is Twitter Trends, but this is Twitter Trends, oh, this is Twitter Trends. Twitter Trends, motherfucker. Oh, yes. I always think I sound like Steven Tyler when I do that. Or maybe Dave Hussein from Megadeth. Alright, cut that shit. Fuck yeah, dude. That's a dope. That's a dope instrumental. Either way, doesn't matter who I sound like. That's a dope fucking instrumental. Um, that, of course, was sent to us by the mighty, young Steve Jensen. You can find Steve Jensen at stevejensenmusic.com. Um, check him out on Spotify. He's just a fucking dope artist, dude. Very creative. Ripping guitar solos. Sounds great, man. Sounds like his music sounds like if the Beatles were fucking great, you know? Um, that's cool, though. Check him out. SteveJensenMusic.com. And, uh, check him out on Spotify. You know, peep his albums and shit. Also want to send a huge shout out to, uh, Pothead Park. Uh, Pothead Park 420 on Instagram, Pothead Park uh, on Facebook for all your weed-related activities. They're not going to sell you weed, but if you got some weed to smoke or you want to see what happens when you smoke a lot of weed, go check out Pothead Park, man. They're fucking awesome. Um, and that fucking, that does it for the little segment where I would put ads if anybody sponsored this show. <laughs> We used to have sponsors, man. We had some weed sponsors in Vancouver. Both of the sponsors were fucking weed-related, and they just cut me deals. Um, so if there's any, like, fucking pot shops around Saskatoon or whatever, even fucking, you know, internationally, if there's pot shops around that want to sponsor the Mighty Tiger, cut us some deals. Ah, <laughs> uh, just jokes. Um, oh, all right, let's fucking cut into Twitter trends. Now, sometimes on Twitter, I fucking, with the Twitter trends, I like to shout out different accounts, you know, the hilarious accounts that make Twitter dope. And this time I want to fucking shout out Yoga vs. Vodka. 
Type that into the search bar if you're on Twitter. It's fucking hilarious. Um, his at or their at is at the number two. So two context PPL. That's two context people. Um, go check it out. It's so funny, dude. Let's go to their account now. They're just like, they show, like, they'll show somebody just fucked up on, it's like down or alcohol. They're saying it's alcohol, but some of these are clearly people just fucked up on liquor <laughs> or heroin. And they'll do like a yoga pose, like a downward facing dog and show somebody passed out all fucked up. There's somebody doing a back bridge here and like the pictures, this chick just laid right out. Like, fuck. So funny, dude. Um, so if you're into doing yoga or you're into drinking or you've ever been fucked up, go check out uh, uh, <laughs> yoga versus vodka on Twitter. God, that's hilarious. Um, David Hasselhoff has said that he's coming out with a fucking heavy metal album after teaming up with. Austrian duo Q-Stack. I don't know what kind of fucking name Q-Stack is for a band. And why would they work with David Hasselhoff? But um, the Baywatch and Knight Rider legend has been working with the pair through the night. Working with the pair on Through the Night. Which according to a new clip sees Hoff yelling, Through the Night, Through the Night Forever. But if fans really want to hear it, it seems they'll have to fund a Kickstarter to finance a cinematic video for the track, as well as a making of documentary. Oh my goodness, who's going to pay money? Like, uh, David Hasselhoff would have an easier time starting an OnlyFans site and paying for that shit than a fucking Kickstarter. Who's on fucking Kickstarter anymore? And why would anybody want to hear David Hasselhoff fucking sing his tired ass through a fucking metal song. I might check out that Austrian duo Q-Stack, but the fucking name doesn't sound very good. Although European death metal is pretty dope sometimes. I know there's a French band called Benighted. Oh my god, they will rip your fucking face off. Carnivore Sublime. I don't understand a single fucking word of it. It's all in French, but it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, anyways. So that's going on. Okay, this one, this next one's funny. It might be funnier now because I'm a little stoned when I'm reading it, but this one's fucking great. Uh, a PETA investigation accused Thai growers who supplied coconuts for the coconut milk, such as Jericho brand. These guys accused the fucking Thai growers of forcing monkeys to work as coconut pickers. What? Let me read that again. Because this is fucking crazy. This fucking, these Thai growers who supply coconuts for coconut milk uh, are forcing monkeys to work as coconut pickers. Costco has stopped selling coconut milk uh, derived from those products. Producers reports USA Today. Costco follows Walgreens, Food Lion, Giant Food, and Stop and Shop, who also stop stocking brands of coconut milk, including Cherico. Traco? After an investigation from PETA in Asia found monkeys in Thailand were picking coconuts. Isn't that ridiculous? How did they make them pick coconuts? What is going on here? They're monkey workers? One of the wonderings here I am thinking about uh, what kind of robots governments are using. And now I find coconut milk producers 
are using monkeys to pick the coconuts. Um, <laughs> no kind shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines. <laughs> PETA President Ingrid Newark, Newkirk said in a statement. Oh my God, this is the funniest story. Costco made the right call to reject animal exploitation and PETA is calling on holdouts like Kruger to follow suit. Oh my God, that is just so funny. I can't believe they're using monkeys to pick coconuts. Like whose idea was that? That's hilarious. And it's fucking hilarious that she said no kind shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines. But we're fine with like buying factory farm chicken. Ah, uh, that's fucking funny. My goodness. Well, good thing they're putting an end to that. I mean, I do like me some coconut milk and some things. Like coconut curry? Fuck, get out of town, son. But uh, I certainly don't want monkeys to be treated like that. Um, so finally it happens. I've been wondering and waiting for flying cars to happen. You know what I mean? I watched things. I see things when I was a kid. I saw Star Wars, people flying around on shit. You know, you see all these flying cars, Jetsons style and shit. I'm waiting for flying cars. Finally, they're working on flying cars. It's this really weird. Um, it's called a PAL-V. So they've been working on this design since 2012. Uh, it's called the Liberty. It looks like a cross between it looks like a child's drawing of a flying car like it's like it looks like a fucking half an airplane it's hilarious um so recently the liberty which is the flying car it's like an airplane passed the stringent european roads emission test and is now allowed on the streets with an official license plate so they finally after since 2012 they've been working feverishly on this flying car and um, they got it on the road, which is dope. That's one half done. So they've been out fucking test programming it on track since February 2020 from high-speed ovals, breaking emission tests to noise pollution testing. Um, so that's good. And then since 2015, the PAL-V Liberty design has also been going through aviation certificate certification with EASA, European Asian Aviation Safety Agency. Finalization is expected to be 2022. So that's fucking sick. You know, they're still testing the, uh, the flying capabilities of this car, but the fucking flying cars are going to start. You know, I guess when I think of flying cars, I want more like hover cars, you know, because this thing looks ridiculous. Like, go look up Pal V. This car looks fucking ridiculous. Like, it looks like a kid drew it and somebody brought it to life. I mean, it looks like a fucking airplane with wheels on it, basically. But um <laughs> that makes me laugh. That's dope. I don't know, too, like, you know, it'd be cool hover cars would be safe, but I don't know how safe I'd feel with, like, people, like, driving around these fucking, you know, driving in traffic and then getting her up to speed and then boom, taking off, you know what I mean? I don't know, but it's cool that they're working on that shit. Good job. And then lastly, uh, we were talking about, on one episode there, we were talking about how uh, the SSC, this new American Shelby Supercars, um thing broke the world's fastest car 
uh, they abandoned it. You know, they claimed that the video of the SC Tutera Tutera made a 316 mile per hour two way run, but um, which is good. That's like breaks the fucking breaks the record by quite a bit. But um, yeah, I guess I got the video got shredded on YouTube. There was like quite a few inconsistencies. They didn't even fucking put the claim into Guinness World Records or whatever. So they're going to redo it. So we'll see if this fucking... That would be cool if they broke it. I think the Bugatti Chiron uh, has it right now at... Um, what is their run? Uh, Bugatti claimed 300 mile per hour braking run. Uh, but yeah, these guys beat it by quite a bit. But they're going to try again. You know, it turned out to be false. Somebody caught it on fucking YouTube there or whatever, pointed out some inconsistencies. You can't get away with anything on YouTube. You know, if you're going to try to pull the wool over somebody's eyes, like with Reddit and everything, can't fuck around. Anyway, this was kind of a rambly fucking Twitter trends. What are you going to do, man? I'm going to fucking move on to a different segment. That was Twitter trends. Thanks for listening. You know, sometimes when I'm recording these podcasts, I'll uh, light a joint in between segments. I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. I can handle it. And then I get halfway through the segue and I realized I'm fucking stoned, man. Kind of forget what I'm talking about, trail off a little bit. And that's that's when you know you got to cut these things short, man. You know what I'm saying? That was the Dope Wednesday episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to spread this around to your friends, you know? Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups. Those are important. Those are fucking fundamental. Drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, taking your vitamins. All these things will make you feel like a fucking Superman. I wake up doing karate kicks and push-ups. I wake up in the sprint position. It's beautiful. Um, tell people you love them because that's so important. Dude. Fucking keep your friends close. You know, that's what's up, man. That's beautiful. If you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger cast, or you got wanderances, or Tiger Mail, or anything, get to us at The Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Get to me on Instagram at The Peanut Butter Tiger. Find me on Twitter, EastVanDan1, and email me at EastVanDan88 at Outlook.com. Everybody have a good one, eh? Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Mm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. <laughs>